0: Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. This show is all about my journey of scratch-made food and positive energy. My name is Nick. Welcome. If this is your first time here, I hope that you'll enjoy your stay. Thank you so, so much for checking out the show. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I really, really appreciate all of your continued support. Today on the show, we are dipping back into Asian cooking, which notoriously maybe not notoriously, I am not quite the best at. I really, really have struggled with it a lot in the past. But I really do feel like through making things like that orange chicken that we made back in episode 38 and making some of the other things that I've made here on the channel, I really feel like we're kind of starting to develop a sense of taste and flavor. Like I actually sort of, sort of understand some Asian cooking now. So I'm going to talk today about General Tso's, which is absolutely like if I'm getting Chinese takeout, like hands down, there's no question I'm getting General So's. I absolutely, absolutely love General So's chicken. And I've really tried to replicate this in the past. I tried to do like a few different versions in the air fryer and whatnot, and it never, never, never turns out quite the way that I want it to. And so I decided to crowdsource like a whole bunch of different recipes I got like five or six different recipes and there is a a, a litany of different things that go into a general SOS. and I kind of just took all these recipes and just reviewed them looked at them and said let me take this element from this one let me take this element from this one let me take this element from this one and kind of built my own sauce and I'm really really proud and I'm really really happy with how this came out so we'll talk about more uh, about the general sows and about how that whole meal turned out in the back half of the show. The general soas I did make live on a stream, so make sure you're tuning in. The link's down in the show notes. Make sure you're tuning in on Twitch uh, at Nikolai's Kitchen to check out all of the cooking streams that I'm doing Thursdays around 5.30 Eastern. It's usually right about 5.30 Eastern that I'm going live. They're about two and a half to three hours long. We have a lot of fun cooking food. I usually will make some kind of cocktail or something. I'll usually try to make more than one dish too, but it kind of depends on exactly what I'm preparing in the moment. But I mean, I made things like spinach lasagna, which is going to be another featured recipe here uh, on the podcast, like just amazing, amazing stuff. So make sure you're tuning in on Twitch, follow the channel. And while you're there as well, head down into the show notes and head to livestreamforthecure.com. Follow the Twitch channel for livestreamforthecure for the Cure as well. I've been doing a hardcore Minecraft series over on the livestreamforthecure for the Cure Twitch, basically just kind of trying to build up, Uh, the traffic on the channel and kind of trying to get the channel moving ahead of this year's live stream for the cure which is of course from may 19th through the 21st and to tell you a little bit more about it here's me hello everyone my name is nick i'm the host of Nikolai's kitchen and i'm also the host of the annual live stream for the cure Hey, yo. Now, if you're an old school wrestling fan, just hearing that, and I know I'm late to the game on this, but it reminds you, of course, of either Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, as he was known as uh, in his early days in WWE. But Scott Hall, you know, passed away not long ago, and it really, it reminded me of kind of hearing about like him struggling a lot. And this was, this was quite a few years ago now because diamond Dallas page, DDP who, you know, does this whole DDP yoga thing. He and Jake, the snake Roberts. And I know we're getting wrestling on you guys. It's, I don't know, (laughs) but he gets this phone call from Scott Hall. Who, at that point in, in his life was struggling immensely, like drinking nonstop, like wake up in the morning, start drinking vodka, like, you know, literally drinking like all day, every day and just wanting to die. And I remember I found out about this at a time in my life when I was struggling in a similar fashion. There was a time a, a few years ago in my life that I didn't want to be here anymore. I was so miserable. I was so unhappy. I felt so terrible. I felt so trapped. I, I was just so tired of, of of being in 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 anguish. My anxiety was just absolutely in overdrive. I felt so bad all the time and try as I could, try as I might, like it just didn't feel like there was any way to resolve the situation other than just not being here anymore. Now I never tried to do anything. I never I never made any attempts at anything. But what I did do was I just started to let my health go really, really, really bad. And that doesn't, it doesn't help. And it took me a long time to kind of get through to the other side of that. And I still struggle at times. I still really, really struggle with knowing and respecting and with understanding my own self-worth. But I guess I wanted to kind of just relate that story and share that story as a larger part of the positivity segment here in that you are never alone. You are never alone. And I am someone who I feel alone. All the time. I have just moments where I will just feel so lost. Like nobody cares. Like nobody's thinking about me. Like nobody can be bothered about me. And I know in my heart that that's not true. I know that there's so many people that care about me. I know there's so many people who would love to hear from me, love to talk to me, love to help me if I would only open up to them. And one thing that I've always really, really struggled with in my life and that has always been really hard for me is to be the one that reaches out first. And if you're that person, you're kind of listening to this or you're watching this and you resonate with that, don't wait. If you need help, If you are engaging in self-destructive behaviors, if you feel like you don't want to live anymore, don't wait. Don't give up on you. Don't you dare give up on you for a single second because I promise you are so loved. You are so good. You have so, so much to offer this world. All storms, no matter how terrible they may be, will inevitably end. There is light at the other side. There is hope at the other side. There is a better life out there waiting for you, but it's gonna take a little bit of hard work from you to get there. What I would urge you to do, and just kind of sitting and thinking about all this, and and like I said, when he passed it, just kind of it brought all those feelings and it brought all those memories up for me of of remembering the time in my life when I felt like that when I felt so trapped and I talked on the last show I shared that letter from Holly Butcher where she talked about don't waste a single day of your life being miserable and I absolutely sincerely mean that don't waste a single day of it don't do what I did because oh my god I I was so angry all the time I was so hurt all the time. Nothing I ever did was good enough. Nothing I ever did was right. Everything I ever did was wrong. I always felt so attacked, so hated. Just never, never, never. Never spend a day of your life being miserable. Don't be a coward like I was. You know, just... Eating myself to death and just wanting to die, wanting to not be here anymore. I could have changed that at any time. And I didn't. And I just hoped, hoped, hoped someday it's going to get better. This is why I talked about like several weeks ago on the show, or maybe a couple months ago or whatever. I talked about karma and I talked about, you know, not wasting your time for karma to come around. If you're a good person and if you do good things, You know, I mean, I do truly on one hand believe that like good things will come to you if you do good things, but you have to be proactive about it. It's not just something that's just going to happen if you sit and don't do anything. And I guess the the whole reason I'm kind of getting into this here in positivity today is because I want to try to galvanize you to go out there and do something. If you're miserable, if you're unhappy with some aspect of your life, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Because life is not just going to hand it to you. Nothing that comes in this life comes easy. You've got to be willing to get there in the trenches and fight for it and work for it. So don't wait. Don't spend a single day of your life being miserable. Make that phone call. Scott Hall got on a plane and he flew to DDP's house. And he started doing yoga and he gave up drinking. He gave up drugs and he lived a lot more years and got a lot better. In his Hall of Fame speech, he he finished off his speech at the end by saying In my lifetime, I've learned hard work pays off, dreams come true, bad times don't last but bad guys do. That was like his shtick in wrestling. He was the bad guy. And I mean, that's really, really true. And And I, like, it's taken me a lot of hard work to try to get where I am. And the bad times that I had, the bad situations that I was in, they ended. They're gone. They're over. My life is so much better now because I persevered. I kept working hard. I kept working to lose weight. I kept working to cut pounds off, which I'm thrilled to say that they are slipping off. I worked hard to try to improve my craft in terms of podcasting, in terms of content creation, in terms of literally everything I do. I've tried to make myself a better person. I've tried to lead a life and I've tried to, to, to put an example out there that maybe people can take something good away from it. That's why this video is here. That's why this podcast is here. That's why I do the things that I do because I want to leave a good mark on the world. I want to make a positive difference in the world. If I can make your life better, if I can change your life in some small way, make you think differently about something, then that's everything to me. I always hoped and I always dreamed that I would have a a great, wonderful, honest, trustworthy relationship and I do. I always dreamed that I would be working to get my debts paid off and I would persevere, keep struggling, keep going through the grind and I faced some tough years financially where there wasn't much to rub together, maybe a penny, maybe two. But I'm better now. Things are better now. Everything is so much better now. And I continue to work so hard to lose more weight, to stay in good shape. I'm exercising so much. This month, I've been to the gym more days than I haven't. And when I'm not at the gym, I'm out walking, getting several miles in on my feet. Nothing in... The world, nothing in life, nothing is ever going to come easy. I promise you that. But have the strength, have the courage to walk away from a situation that's bad for you. Have the strength to pick up that phone and call and get somebody for help. Reach out there because there are people out there that are willing to help you, that are willing to listen and that will help you and will give you advice and help you get out when you're struggling and you're suffering the most, don't you dare ever, ever, ever give up. Because you are amazing. And you still have so much to give and so much to offer to this world. You can't walk away from everything that you still have yet to give. If I had was gone, if, if, if I had eaten myself like you know into a grave I wouldn't be here right now to be able to record this content for you that you're watching right now and if you're taking something good away from this it's because I'm still here because I stopped it I dropped the sugar I started counting calories I started exercising and working harder weight started to fall off I got to throw away all the fat clothes I got to graduate into smaller sizes with the improvement in my physical health and my mental health followed. Everything will come in time. And I know some days the struggle is so, so difficult. And I record this, like when I'm recording this for you and you're watching or listening to this, I record it just as much for me because there's days when I need to hear this more than others. There's days that I need to know that it gets better. Like Holly said, don't spend a day of your life being miserable. Don't waste a single, single moment of it. If there's something in your life that's not working for you that you need to change, what are you waiting for? Life is not going to change for you unless you're willing to change it. So get out there and don't you dare give up. I am going to run into a quick break, but before I do, I just want to say thank you so, so much for being here, for dedicating some of your time to listen to this wherever you are, whenever you are. It means the absolute world to me. I hope that you're being kind to yourself, and I hope that you just take a moment today, even if it's the gesture of a moment, take a single moment. Just breathe. Do something good for you, even if it's the gesture of a moment. Life gets so crazy. Life gets so overwhelming. And I am as guilty of it as anybody else of not taking a little bit of time to be kind to yourself. Believe in yourself. Never give up on yourself. I'm going to take a quick break and when I come back we're going to talk all about general sows. I love 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 making general sows now and I was so unsure of how all of this was going to work out and I'll tell you kind of the successes and failures that I had right after this. Everyone. Thank you so so much for hanging out with me. I think you are so so amazing and I really really appreciate your support. If you want to help me grow get into more ears reach more people with the positivity and the scratch made food then leave a five star rating and review wherever you're listening to this whenever you're listening to this it will help me out so so much. I have to play that algorithm game unfortunately as a creator in order to reach more people so please help me out with a review. So General So's and me, like, for the longest time, and I can't even remember, I I just never had access, I guess, for a good majority of my life to good Chinese food. And it was around the time I met my ex-wife, because she was really into eating it, uh, that I started eating it. And there was just a lot of things, like, it's a scary, like, if you've never eaten, like, Asian food before, like, it's scary to look at a menu because you have no idea, you have no understanding of what, like any of it is. And so I just kind of picked something that was chicken that, you know, sounded good, like sounded like flavors that I would really enjoy. And the first thing I ever ate whenever I ate Chinese food was General Tso's. And it's got like, it's perfect all around. It's got spiciness to it. It's got like some nuttiness, some earthiness to it. It's got like such a good, sweet, like he like everything there's so many different elements of it that just works so perfectly when i got an air fryer fast forward like several years i really really wanted to try to make like general Tso's in the air fryer i was like i've never made it myself i really really want to try to make it and i really really want to try to make it in the air fryer so it's a little bit healthier than the deep fried version when i talk about this version that i made on stream i did deep fry the chicken I'm still trying to find that perfect air-fried, like, popcorn chicken, like, batter-dipped chicken, like, recipe to get it, like, at least crispy-ish. And there's no replication. There's no real way to make it like it's an oil. But I'm going to keep trying until I get something close. But the sauces, the sauces that I found for... Uh, both of the times that I made it, I only attempted it twice and I tried different sauce recipes each time. Neither one of them was a home run. Neither one of them was... No. They were both just not good. Like they both were just not, not, not good. And so I kind of put it on the shelf for a long time and just kind of shocked it up, shocked it up, whatever. To all of my other Asian cooking failures, I've just had so many different Asian cooking failures where I've just attempted to make so many different things over and over and over and just nothing like stir fries, terrible, Uh, anything and everything I'd ever tried could never do it. And then along came that orange chicken recipe that we made, you know, a month or two ago here on the show. And it turned out like a dream and it kind of reignited my love of Asian food and it kind of reignited my want to try to make a good general tso's again because again I love general tso's there's nothing in the world like it. I love it so so much all the flavors in it are just like this absolute bombardment of 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 sweetness of heat, garlic and ginger. Like it's just so many good amazing things going on in it. And I kind of was nervous. Like I was I I was I was really apprehensive. I was like, "Ah, I'm not going to be able like I just I feel more confident in my Asian cooking skills than I ever have before. But that's like still like going from like a like a, a one out of 100 to like maybe a five out of 100 confidence. Skill. Like I still have so much more to learn. But what I decided to do this time, as I said, is I pulled up like five or six different recipes for general so's. Each one of them completely different, like some of them included this element, some of them included that element. Uh, One of them, like my recipe for the sauce has 10 ingredients. One of the recipes that I found for sauce was like four, like it was like a bare bones version of it. And then like there was a bunch of other ones that really included different things. I will tell you one of the things that I definitely did when I was looking up another bunch of recipes, and this same thing happened when I was looking up enchilada sauce recipes and researching enchiladas a while ago. Like, so many sauces are built on powders, like just dried spices, which is fine, but I really, really, really love using fresh elements. Like, a lot of General sauce recipes that I was finding were using crushed red pepper flakes. They were using garlic powder. They were using powdered ginger some of them i even found a couple that use like crystallized ginger i didn't want that i wanted to use fresher elements so i decided i was just going to go on stream and i was just going to get all of these different ingredients like a bunch of different things and i was just going to start winging things into a saucepan and mixing it together taste 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 every single phase of this until I hit something that I really, really loved. And even when I ended the stream, even when that stream ended and I, I piled up all the chicken around this little pile of basmati rice in the middle of the plate and I tasted it, it was good. And you sense the hesitation there in my voice because it was good, but it was definitely, you taste it and you just know from tasting, you're like, God, this is missing something. This needs something else. And it wasn't until the stream ended and I was sitting down and eating this and I'm eating it and I'm like, God, oh, this is good. It's got so many good elements to it, but it just needs something more than this. And then the the cabinet where we keep our, our oils and our vinegars and stuff was open at the time. And I just happened to glance over there and I, we already had this and like I had seen it in some of the recipes for General Tso's and I decided not to put it in because I know a little sesame oil goes a long way. So I decided to omit it when I actually made the sauce thinking, yeah, maybe it's not going to change it that much. But I saw it in the cabinet and I I asked Rebecca because she was milling about in the kitchen at the time. I said, can you please bring me that sesame oil? And I just put one drop. I just, you know, got a got a chunk of chicken, one drop of sesame oil on the top, took a bite of it. That was that was the missing ingredient. Absolutely blew my mind how good this turned out. And when I wrote the recipe for this that you'll see in the show notes, I included one to two tablespoons of sesame oil. This is definitely going to be to your taste, but I recommend like when you build the sauce, start with all of the other ingredients except for the sesame oil. You're going to cook your garlic, your ginger, your peppers and all that. So if you're going to cook all that stuff down and you're going to hit it with the immersion blender, build your base sauce first, then add half of the sesame oil, not the whole thing, just half of a teaspoon first taste, 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 and then adjust it to your taste. If you want to do the one teaspoon or maybe you want to go up all the way to two, I don't necessarily know what you would need to do. And another thing that you can definitely do, and I know I see this served this way in Asian restaurants all the time is just toast some sesame seeds and just garnish with the sesame seeds. That would have also added the perfect element to this dish. And the recipe that I have in the show notes uses homemade chicken stock. Like, of course, I used my homemade chicken stock. But what I really think that this might do well with as well, because of all the flavors that are going on here, is a good marriage. You could either make this completely vegetarian, use a vegetable stock, or like a half and half. Like, I think what I'm going to do next time I make this, and I, I already bought all the ingredients to make it again, it turned out so good. Like, I have to replicate this. I have to make it again to make sure it wasn't a fluke to make sure it wasn't like, you know, I I imagined like it being as good as it was. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to use, I have about a cup of chicken stock left, but I'm going to add like, say, a a teaspoon of vegetable bouillon, you know, better than bouillon. And I'm just going to add that in there because it's going to add a little bit more saltiness and stuff. And it's also going to add a lot more of a kind of vegetal flavor. And I really, really think that this has got like the earthiness and, all those other flavors going on in it that I really feel like an extra like bit of vegetal flavor is really going to add so much to this dish. So get in there. Like, and like I said, this is just something I pulled up all these ingredients and I'm just throwing stuff in a pot and I'm just like, eh, okay. And you know, I just, I love building recipes and I love it when things are as successful as this turned out to be like i was so so worried that i was just not going to be able to 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 bring this thing together and that it was just going to not not be good Now, one thing I will say is when I made the batter for this chicken, so this is the same exact batter recipe that I used in that orange chicken recipe because uh, it ain't broke. I ain't fixing it. (laughs) That was some amazing, amazing batter. But I did not mix mine to the right consistency. My batter was too thick. I will do things. And then, like, I'm thinking in the moment, like, I'm making this batter. It's rice flour, cornstarch, and all-purpose flour. I'm whipping this together, and I'm like, God, this seems thick. And then I just chucked the chicken into it anyway and mixed it up. And like, it was so, so thick. And when it deep fries, like, yeah, like it just, it is like literally like a rock hard shell. So it was good. Like the flavor is still good, but I really, really needed to do better job, like mixing this together and, and, and making sure this was the proper consistency. And then I also did the same exact frying method that I did with the orange chicken, You're going to do 350 for like two or three minutes, and then you're going to take it out and you're going to let it rest. You're going to do the oil again at 375 and then chuck your chicken back in and do another two to three minutes until it's crispy golden brown. It turns out so, so, so perfect. And I actually did, when I did this on stream, I used chicken thighs. Like, I think when I made the orange chicken, I did chicken breasts. I don't think I did chicken thighs. But really, I mean, there's no substitute for the amount of of beautiful fat and flavor that you get in chicken thighs when you make this. So I would definitely recommend using chicken thighs. And I garnished this with a lot of extra, like, hot red peppers. I bought, like, little red peppers, little hot red peppers, and a bunch of scallions, and when I was tossing the chicken in the sauce, like I'm just throwing all that stuff in there and just really tossing it around because then you're getting this beautiful, beautiful rainbow of color. I really think I'm going to toast some sesame seeds too. When you see the recipe in the show notes, I'm actually going to add uh, toasted sesame seeds to it for garnish as well, and you know, Go buy your love of sesame seeds. If you really like sesame seeds, you're going to want to go more. If you really aren't the biggest fan, cut back the sesame oil and the sesame seeds. Like don't go too crazy. But that was what this dish was missing. I can't wait to make this again. And I really, really think if you make this recipe, then you're going to have an amazing time. If you've been searching, if you've been looking for a general sews recipe that is fantastically flavorful. Now, it, it still doesn't taste like a takeout recipe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be explicitly honest and, 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 and upfront about that. I can't speak to how well it's going to replicate that takeout taste, but this was something wholly better. Just a bite of this is, is magic. It's literally magic. Like you get like that richness. Like I use tomato paste in mine. It was an ingredient that you didn't see in a lot of recipes. And then it's scary at first too, when you're building this sauce too. So don't get scared of it. Maybe have the tomato paste. If you're not as big of a fan of like that kind of rich, like deep tomato flavor as I am, but it's scary at first because before your peppers and your ginger and your garlic really start to infuse and kind of take over the flavor profile of the sauce, it tasted like chicken tomato water like literally like chicken stock and tomato water and it, Kind of scared me a little bit. Like I was like, oh God, this is not going to turn out well. But then, you know, once you start cooking this down, you let it simmer, you let all those oils and all those flavors come out of the garlic, the ginger, the peppers, and everything. And even, yeah, when that sesame oil is in there too, it's going to perfume that and it's going to inform the flavor in that sauce so, so well. You hit it with that immersion blender, and then that tomato just kind of becomes the foundation on which you're building all those flavors. You still get that richness, that depth in there, but then it's augmented by the The sweetness of your dark brown sugar and just like that sweetness and that like umami of that hoisin everything in this is just such a beautiful marriage of flavor please try this i promise you if you're somebody who really really loves asian food you are not going to be disappointed and that is going to do it for another episode of Nikolai's kitchen don't forget may 19th through the 21st starting at 9 a.m eastern live stream for the cure six our sixth year we've raised over fifty thousand dollars the past five years and i need your help i need your help to get us to twenty thousand dollars this year even if you can't donate it doesn't matter if you can't donate but help spread the word about the event as far and as wide as you possibly can because together we can fight for hope together we can fight for a future immune to cancer Please come out and support the event hanging out, just hanging out in the chat and and just doing things in the chat. Like even if you can't donate, it makes such a big difference because it will help us appear higher and higher and higher in the search listings on Twitch. I want to thank you so, so, so much for listening and thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. kitchen wouldn't be possible without the contributions of my amazing patrons thank you so much to chris m and sam a special shout out to my vip patrons krista jared caleb dan and bill learn more and sign up today at patreon.com slash nikolais kitchen